Thanks everyone for downloading this episode of the Nerdball Podcast. Fresh off our class reunion, 20th class reunion. Um, we haven't recorded yet, but we are talking about that. That came out uh, yesterday on three different ads. So check that out. We recap our reunion weekend, which was a, a fun time. Uh, me, Jim, and Tyler, three different dads. So search for it everywhere uh, because that's where you need to find it. Sometimes I put them on here too, and I'll probably do that one because uh, I don't know who all knows where three different dads is. Probably the same amount of people that know where this podcast is. So um, thanks as always to all of you for liking, subscribing, sharing to this podcast. The uh, YouTube page is climbing up there uh, as is as are the downloads for this podcast. So they keep going up. Um, I still have not taken a CrossFit class because of time. And I know that's probably a lame excuse, but that's it is what it is. I did start a uh, email group at work with uh, me and uh, some other supervisors to get in better shape. So now we have accountability buddies helping us out. So uh, we'll see how this goes. Um, I guess that's it. I don't have a lot to say in this front of this episode. So uh, uh, enjoy the episode. It was great. It was a great uh, heat. It was a great uh, interview. Uh, I really appreciated it. Uh, this is a guy that I've known for, for several years now. He started as opposing baseball coaches. And uh, now his uh, son is on the sideline with my son doing a water boy, ball boy, that kind of stuff. So uh, it's a great episode. Uh, please, again, like, review, subscribe, share, uh, do whatever you can to uh, help this podcast grow. Thanks. This is uh, Marjo Cooper, and uh, this is the Nerd Ball Podcast. with Lorenzo Melcher. All right, Marjo, perfect. Thanks uh, for joining me on my podcast. Yeah, man. Excited uh, about I, it. I always feel weird when I, I, I'll tell people, like, thanks for joining me on my podcast because whenever I, I talk about the podcast, I say we, like it's this big collaboration. I'm always like, yeah, you know, we, we over here at the Nerdball Podcast when in reality it's me and then right. that's it. So. <laughs> no, that's pretty sweet though, man. And I, uh, I was actually, I, like, I'm so excited about this. When you asked me about it, I did some homework and I know you busting my chops a little bit about the nerd ball thing. And I even told my buddies, I told my wife, like, dude, I'm going to be on this, uh, this podcast thing. It's going to be pretty spectacular. Nice. So, nice. Well, well now I got to live up to it, I guess. Yeah, or no, me. I think you, I think you've done a good job of that already, except for the, uh, except for the ghost spurs in the background. I don't know <laughs> if I could do that. I'm not a big NBA guy anyway, but, uh, that's yeah. awesome. But you rally with the, uh, with the Chuck Nagy. So that's good. So yeah, yeah. I, I was down at uh spring training and you can't tell, but it's signed by him too. So uh right. it, was, it was pretty cool. But yeah, my dad and I went to spring training. This is probably I don't know, almost 10 years ago now, maybe eight years ago. Uh and it was the best, it was so awesome. Like I, I love baseball and and I don't know if you've ever been to spring training, but there's so much access to players. Like I had uh at the time Mateo was three, had this tiny little <laughs> uh they were the Indians at the time, tiny tiny little jacket. And yeah. I just had it stretched on the clipboard and every day we went to the facility every day and I'm like, uh, can you sign my son's, my three-year-old son's jacket? And mostly everyone signed stuff. But then like there was a few times where no one was signing anything. And they're like, can you sign my son's jacket? And it's this tiny jacket and these <laughs> all-stars can't resist, like they can't resist this tiny jacket. So they yeah. come over and sign it. I probably got about 40 signatures on this little jacket. It was, That's uh, pretty it was, sweet. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was a good yeah, time. You, you got to use your kids as pawns, right? <laughs> yeah. Whenever, yeah. Whenever you can. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, that's pretty sweet. We, uh, I don't know. I, I'm sure you know we're a big hockey family too. And, uh, uh, you know, see Seattle and the Kraken and things like that. I used to live in Washington state, but, uh, my buddy Rob, uh, has a front row ticket. He got in like way early with the Columbus blue jackets mm. and he literally is on the red line, uh, down with the Columbus blue jackets. Uh, we're, you know, they defend the Seattle shoots twice, which is sweet. Okay. We went down Seattle's opening game down in Columbus, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like pressing Caleb's face against like the uh, <laughs> you know, like the glass. glass he's got his jersey on and stuff, and uh, it's super cool. He ended up, you know, like I said, using his pawns. I didn't care about Caleb; I just wanted the puck, right? So, <laughs> so he, uh, so the guy actually came over, and Tanov came over, and stuff like that. It was really cool. He got an official game puck too. So that's awesome. You do what you and I mean, that, yeah. who cares about the matches for the kids, right? It's, it's all about us. So. Yeah, you're, you're pushing his face up against the glass, and then the puck comes, and you throw him to the side so you can grab it. You know? well, yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, and he held on to the uh, the soft pretzel too, which was sweet. So even better. But yeah, don't let go of that twelve dollar pretzel. Uh, right. No kidding. Uh, no, but I mean, back in the day, my Charlie Nagy. I mean, those are the those are the glory years, right? Yeah. I mean, with the with the Indians and yeah. you know Jose Mesa and you know the Marlins is just crazy, man. The uh, the Craig Council and all that kind of stuff was just nice. I know. So, I was so I was so sad as a as a child. Uh, for for that one for the one that never happened because of the strike um and then again i was sad but i was an adult in 2016 so that was even more sad i think (laughs) (laughs) because i could understand it yeah i think you understand like how he uh it's just it's just crazy and cleveland i mean again i'm a big seattle guy but like uh cleveland just needs and, and i don't want to talk about like lebron and that kind of stuff but they just need that that guardians or the indians yeah the browns they need something, so mm-hmm. they just need something. But I, I'm just glad I'm not an all Cleveland sports fan. That's the only Cleveland team I like. Everything else is Texas. So I've I've had okay. plenty of championships in basketball and in football. Yeah, uh, it's still devastating when they don't win, but I, I have those to right. hang my hat on. So. Which is weird because I thought I thought I smelled Texas through the uh, through the Zoom here. I could smell yeah. Texas <laughs> being a fan. But, uh, no man, I've yeah. always been a always been a big Seattle guy. Yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, it's weird man it's uh you just get you get affiliated with one uh one franchise and uh yeah. Yeah, you slip up in richmond washington which is nuts uh my dad was in the military I was born in knoxville which is crazy oh really uh, yeah and then we um you know i was about six months old we moved to los angeles and then um um he got out of the military and we moved up to richmond washington my dad my mom bought me a rawlings uh two bar old school 1980s helmet i still have it. I, in, in fact i've collected all of them uh, i have all 28 rollings two bar helmets in the basement which is really cool wow uh, but it's yeah but man i i, I go way back yeah way That's back crazy. like the original, the original kurt warner the uh the large ones, the joe nash's mud bone i mean with dave craig i mean you can't it's awesome so unfortunately my kids are uh warped in now too so my wife's right that... Eagles fan. It oh matter, really so Oh yeah, she's got some connections to Philly with some family and things like that. So okay, all right. I know, I know that was always my thing. Like I told uh, Andrea when we had Mateo, our firstborn, I was like, he's not gonna, he doesn't have to be a sports fan like the teams I like, but he's not gonna actively root against them. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it worked yeah. out where he's just the biggest sports nut as I am. So it's, yeah, it's, oh, actually, he's an awesome kid too. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, actually, he uh, he's way into more into sports uh than i was at his age but i think it's just because all the the ways to get information now is so much more like he he knows a lot more than i do and and he tells me every day if the guardians won or lost he lets me know if someone's hurt like he like i'm so busy doing this stuff i just don't have the capacity for that kind of thing and he's always just like my my little my little sports center telling me all these all these things that are happening yeah yeah well you're being a dad and you're being a coach and you're being a professional things like that i got yelled at yesterday because you know caleb's the same kind of way um uh, I swore that Michael Thomas from the Saints um, wore number 12, and maybe he did it at a point, but not, now it's Chris Olave. So I was like, oh, that was, that was a great catch yesterday. We got back from hockey and <clears throat> watching the game or whatever, and I was like, oh, that was a great catch by Olave. He looked at me like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, that's – that's." I, I said Michael Thomas. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Olave. He's like, I'm like, well, I, pardon me. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I messed up a little bit, so – but it's cool, you, you know. You, you create those kind of those little beings, man. I mean, they just they yeah. just surround by sports and numbers and stuff like that. It's cool to kind of have those conversations. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Um, before before we get any further, uh, there is a, a question I always ask everyone: is what is something something you've been nerding out about? So something either like a hobby, uh, something you've been into your whole life, or maybe something you just started. It could be movies, books, cooking, whatever. Something that gets you away from from your job, something like, you know, you can focus on, on something, whether it's with your family or just by yourself. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I think it's a great question. I've, I've done some homework on you too. Apparently I'm not going to make the, uh, the 200 episode, I guess I'll <laughs> a bit short on that. So <laughs> one ninety. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe one day, but uh, maybe I'll make the thousand, but uh, <laughs> and, and you know, this too, uh, Lorenzo, like you, you, you chase your kids, you, you follow what they're doing right now. I'm kind of, I'm kind of nerding out on, uh, what my kids are doing right now. I'm, I'm pumped and like humbled by my daughter who uh, who's a junior 
Um, just got named like student of the month. She's big into pole vault. She's doing a lot of kind of that side of stuff. You start looking into the, like, I can't pole vault. There's probably like a, a weight limit on those poles. Uh, but the, <laughs> yeah. So she's getting into that. I really get geeked out a little a bit about, uh, about like youth travel hockey. Caleb's been playing now for a while. Um, and he's doing that kind of stuff. It's, it's just such a disconnect. So I try to get to work a little bit in the early, uh, but I'll get up like at five, have a cup of coffee. And I started just digging on youth hockey a little bit and mm. kind of who we're going to be playing and what's kind of going on and the experiences that these kids are kind of having too. So um, I just think on that, it kind of like to your point and to your question, it takes you away from, you know, what you do every single day as an adult, you know, mm. it, it bogs you down a little bit. I try to try to get involved in that kind of thing and, and stay in tune with, uh, what my daughter's doing. She's a 16 year old girl, which I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I try to be a dad and um, that kind of thing. So that's about it, man. It's just kind of doing that, those kind of things, being a dad and trying to support them as best I can. How do you, how do you, uh, cause my daughter's young. Um, but as far as like, um, and maybe you don't, you try not to get involved or you get involved when you can, but like when she starts like dating and stuff, like how, like that's what I'm, I'm nervous about now for me, at least, you know, he, she has an older brother who's probably going to be six, five. Um, so that, that kind of helps that part of it. But like, like right. as a dad, do you just, you just like, would you just let your wife like handle that kind of stuff? Or you get, like I said, get involved when they ask you to, I don't know. You know, uh, they don't want you to be involved. I can promise you that. Like that, that's not. Coming. So back when I was coaching, um, a long time ago, you know, she was, she was, you know, she's awesome. She's just, she's cool. And one of my good buddies, um, had, had two beautiful, uh, daughters and then like in their mid thirties now and still friends with them and things like that. And he was becoming a grandfather, which was cool for him. And, I, and his name was Steve. And I'm like, Steve, I said, what are you going to, what am I going to do with this? Uh, you know, this, this girl, she's five and six years old. This is 10, 11 years ago. And uh, he's like, Coop, let me tell you something. He said from birth to age 12, you will be like her best friend. Mm-hmm. Like you're her daddy and all that kind of stuff. He said, from 12 to 22, you'd be the biggest jerk she ever met. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I don't know, you know, whatever. And he goes, at 22, she'll come back. And and I said, man, 10 years is a long time. And he patted me on the back and goes, you have no idea. So, but, 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 but and it's so true. Like once 12 happened, um, like, like a switch went off. Like you just, you're just not cool anymore. You just, you know, you're just kind of like a dad. But um, so, so my wife kind of becomes like the, uh, like the liaison, mm-hmm. uh, telling me kind of what's going on and stuff. And, and Caden, you know, my daughter, she, we're, we're still really close. We're still cool on a lot of stuff, but there's things that she knows I don't want to talk about and I don't want to talk about with her. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. it's, it, it, it's a whole different vibe. It's just a whole different vibe. And, and, you know, and with, uh, like Mateo, you, you, you know, you, you referenced it before you just have those conversations with, with, with your dudes. It's a little bit different. You end up like just hanging out with your guy. Um, but, but it's, it's, it's super cool. It's just, it's just totally different. Yeah. You're right now. Cause uh, Lillian is, is, she'll be nine next month. And she is um, like, we are, we do get along very well. And I coach her softball team. So I'm out, you know, I do that kind of stuff. And like, even today yeah. she's like, dad, I, I made you something at school. And she brought home this, this little note she made and uh, you know, and, and she, she writes in like a journal for school and she's been doing it for a couple of years. And this is the first year where she writes to me and Andrea. Like yeah. she, you should just write, dear mom, dear mom, dear mom. Now there's some dear dad stuff in there. So every once in a while, I got homework, I got homework to do, and you know, Andrea will say, hey, she wrote to you. You gotta, you gotta respond back. So, but, I, but that is that is a, a tough thing because what it sounds like is a pretty abrupt stop, and you're and you're yeah. left like, all right, wait, yeah. what what just happened here? Yeah, well, she set me up for she wants something. Yeah. that's what's happening yeah, yeah. that's exactly what's happening so here's her, birthday, her birthday her birthday is around the corner so yeah it's coming so and and, and Bree, my wife she's like uh she has you so wrapped because you're like you just you'll do anything for them you know it's, it's a different kind of thing but um now it's she'll write to me and she'll we, we we do a lot of talking over text more than anything but it's like uh she's she's doing really really well i'm just super proud of her um but it's a it's a different dynamic for sure it's just you can't and sometimes there's nothing you can do, right? I mean, yeah. as a parent, as anything, it's just you just deal with it and and try to support and try to help as best you can. Um, another another uh, interesting question that I've always wanted to ask you, and I don't think I ever did, is how'd you get the name Marjo? 
I knew this was coming. Yeah. It it, it, it interests me. And I I guarantee you there's going to be someone listening that doesn't know either. And everyone is very uh, peculiar, questionable about it. Yeah. Which is is super cool. Uh, So my parents, I was born in 1975. So I'm I'm getting up there. Um, That was the 70s. So I always say that my parents, uh, I'll keep a PC, like to experiment a little bit in the 70s. Okay. okay. So uh, (laughs) there was... Actually, my um, my there's there's a movie in 1973 uh, by the name the name of it is Marjo the the name I um, the way my name is spelled M A R J O E mm-hmm. so it's about a guy by the name of Marjo Gortner G O R T N E R that's who I'm named after uh, he was like a childhood actor uh, back in like the 70s so they they did this movie or whatever in 1973 um, and then when my mother when we had when i was coming around my dad thought oh that's a really cool name uh so in 1975 i got named marjo my dad's name is carl mm-hmm. my mom's name is barb i have a brother named carl and a sister named wendy so i have marjo and uh they yeah 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 this will get you beat up in second grade if you're not tough i, I, I was gonna ask you like how was that growing up like yeah like you know and, and you know you go through things like uh you know even in college like you know yeah. they're taking an old school like they're they're t- Taking roster, like hey, hey, is Marhoey here? Marhoey, Mar- <laughs> yeah, yeah, Margaret, Margoey, uh, dude, I, yeah. you name it, I've called it. Um, but it, it's cool though. But uh, I, I really like it. Uh, yeah, yeah. The about what my parents did for me was give me an awesome middle name, uh, which I don't have one of those either. So my my legal name is seriously Marjo Cooper. Wait, so, why did did you ask him why they didn't give you a middle name? I did. And that, that's a great question because I, I was like, you know, why did you not? And, and you know, Cooper's easy, right? So yeah. a lot of my buddy college, everybody just called me Coop and all that kind of stuff. But I, I asked my mom, I don't know if I was like 20, 25, like, Hey, why didn't, did you not come up with like any idea for like a middle name? Usually, usually yeah. that's the easier one because it's a, just a family name. Yeah. Well, <laughs> to your point, that's a great point. I'm glad you said that. Uh, and she's like, well, we couldn't think of one. I said, why not, why not just start like in the A's? You know, like, why don't you just start like in the A's? My grandparents uh, from Eastern Tennessee, last name was Allen. I said, why not just start like with Allen? You know what I mean? Like, she's like, oh, that's a good idea. I guess we didn't think about that. So, so whatever was happening in February of 1975, um, I, they couldn't come up with one. So, right. but, it, but it's cool. Like, you know, I, I, I couldn't see my name being like, like Bruce. You know, or, or whatever, and you got a unique name too, which is cool, yeah. Lorenzo, and that kind of thing. And um, although my parents gave me a middle name, though, what'd you hit? What is it? What is it? So my middle name is Tyler. Okay. Uh, and and I've told it before, but the the reason my middle name is Tyler, because my brother's middle name is Patrick, and his his first name is Crescencio, Crescencio Patrick. I'm Lorenzo Tyler. Uh, I have a, he's older. It was it's me, or it's him, then me, and then two younger sisters. But my middle name yeah. is Tyler because. My parents said when my brother was born and then when I was born a couple years later that they gave us those names. So when we got older and if we interviewed with people who were white, we can tell them my, my I could tell them my name is Tyler as opposed to Lorenzo. Oh, wow. So like they, I, I, it, it's crazy to me that they had to think for 25 years in the future, like, okay, yeah. if this is, if this is the case, what, let's give him something that, that he can use yeah. and, and, and help him, you know, but wow. they did to my brother also, but uh, not. My sisters, they went the opposite way. So I don't know why they <laughs> yeah, right, went, right. they're like, nah, we're it not gonna it goes back to what maybe what your dad was thinking. It's you know, you take care of your daughters a little bit differently than you take care of your yeah. boys. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they yeah, they my my one sister is uh Mercedes and my other one is Merthala. Uh but okay. now my my sister goes by Mercedes as as her name at work, so she doesn't even use her first name. Pretty so cool. It all worked out. Yeah. yeah. I mean you got but you 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 almost get proud of it, right? You get proud. Yeah. Like, oh, and, and, yeah. yeah. And that's what I told my dad. Like I, I talked about uh, like I, I have a uh, Mexico soccer Jersey that I wear from time to time. And uh, my brother always wore a, a Mexico hat. Like, and I talked about getting a tattoo on my chest of a Mexican flag, like all this stuff. And he goes, sure. he goes, I'm so like proud of that because he's like, if I did any of that stuff, I would, I would, I couldn't, I couldn't do any of that stuff. I would have got beat up. I would have got killed. Like all this stuff growing up, like, you can't be that way, you know? And I was like, well, now, now it's better. It's not, it's not the best, but it's better. And, and now yeah. you can like, cause he, he always liked that. We, we did that stuff, you know? Yeah. 
and that's and that's and that's cool too. And, I, and like, I, but to be fair, I would never name my son Marjo Junior. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't do that, right? You know no, I mean? no, that's a that's a tough junior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, Marhoe, what? Marhoe Junior? <laughs> no, but it, but it's but uh, but it's cool, man. You know what? I, I really like it. I think there's I think there's three. I think there was last I checked. Really? Um, I get asked that often. It's like you know how many how many Marjos are there? It's me and the Marjo Gortner guy. I think there was, I think it was like one more in the United States and whatever, which is cool, right? Yeah. So, um, but like I said, I, I don't. You know, I tell my kids all the time. I'm sure you do. It's like you know you're gonna be proud of your name and yeah. where you come from, and like that. So that's super. Yeah, it, as a as a as a coach, that's super important to me. Like I always, I've there's one year I was coaching junior high track, and I was like we got halfway through the year, and then this girl's like, "Oh, you're saying my name wrong." I go, "I've been saying it wrong for four weeks. Like, why didn't you correct <laughs> yeah. me? Like, that's names are important. Like, that's the very first thing that you 100%. tell people. It should be it should be something that you correct people for. And and I tell right. my kids that because our last name get said wrong all the time it, it's it's pronounced melcher and we always get melcor all the time and yeah. so i always gotta tell them as you gotta you gotta correct people it's important your name is important yeah and and, it, and you gotta be proud of it i mean but it, but it's hard in, a, in like a in like a uh like a college lecture hall to try to explain to somebody that that marjo is not pronounced margoey yeah you know you just kind of say and sometimes you just say you know what's your first name i'll just say cooper you know just just in, <laughs> just to get, just to get out of the uh conversation cooper, cooper. <laughs> yeah so but it's been but you know people have thought that i'm different nationalities and things like that too i'm like no nah, i'm just this is just me man so yeah but it's super cool and I, you know what i i, I kind of like it now like you know but growing up you, you know you, you know your name you, you have what's going on but uh I never got a whole lot about it. Like I never got like the pushback, the bullying, or things like that. And, well, it's hard to rhyme again, with too, so maybe that's part of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just leave it alone, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not an easy so, name to rhyme. Let's let's pick on him for something else. Yeah, leave him. He doesn't have a middle name. Let's go. Let's go there. <laughs> Marjo, no middle name. Cooper. So, but uh, yeah, yeah but it's dad, been cool though, man. Yeah, yeah good, good. good. Um, you talked about grow. You talked about moving a lot. Um, you mm-hmm. you said you were born in Knoxville and you moved uh, yeah. to Los Angeles. Um, yeah. So where where other places have you lived? Okay. So yeah. So like I said, my dad was in the military. So mm-hmm. uh, I was born um, in Knoxville, Tennessee, and then he was in the Navy. So we moved. Um, I think I, I want to say late 1975, early 1976 to like uh, LA. Uh, Torrance is on the outside, on the outskirts of LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unfortunately, my parents got divorced. My mom has been remarried to my stepdad now for I think it's 40. Oh, wow. One, 42 years, something like that. Yeah. So, uh, but after that, they got divorced. They moved. Uh, my mom at the time was working for uh, Garrett, which was a government like entity. Um, and we lived in Richland, Washington, in the southeast corner of the state. So, okay live there and then i can still remember and then you know you talk about moms and and like how tough and stuff like that they are with family uh i can remember being in a u-haul uh trailing uh my mom was trailing a i think it was like a 72 or 73 like sky blue rambler uh-huh. you probably know what a rambler is it's like an it's like an old school like station wagon through the okay. hills yeah, so so she she took us all the way back to Ohio because that was where the, where she had gotten an opportunity for a job. You can think about that, Lawrence. I mean, there was no cell phones. Yeah, there was like no, he, he had nothing. He, she was just like going through this. It's me, my brother, my sister, uh, our cat, and a dog <laughs> in the front of this U-Haul, and we're stuck in the middle of these mountains of like Idaho. And I can remember like, I it's crazy what you remember. I can remember her backing that thing up and like crying. Cause she was crossing this bridge mm-hmm. i didn't think she was coming back i'm like she's gonna leave us in the front of this u-haul <laughs> oh, my name's marjo and i got i got no i got no popcorn i got in i got nothing you know no breakfast bars or anything so but <laughs> yeah she drove us all the way to, to ohio um and then she settled end up settling in norwalk and then my dad um they were obviously divorced at the time but they, my dad ended up moving to huron you, you know as a coach you know mm-hmm. where that is it's mm-hmm. Of it north of Norwalk, and they they settled there from like 1981. So, wow. um, bounced back and forth between them for a few years, and then uh, uh, graduated from Norwalk High School in 1993 as a trucker, which is another Norwalk thing. So, truckers. you're a trucker, how about yeah. that? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. So, 
but yeah, that, and that was cool, man. And then, you know, life kind of takes over and, and do whatever, but, uh, where, where are you, where are you at in the line of, of your brother and sister? Okay. So my sister is, Oh God, let's see. I'll be 49. So she's going to be 55. Uh, she, she is the oldest. My brother is 54. So okay. she lives in, uh, North Carolina. And then my brother, uh, I think, still lives in uh, in the Cleveland area. So okay. right. I'm the youngest, and I've been told multiple times that I am uh, I'm a mistake. Yeah, uh, that happens. That's all right. Just like, from, just like the first name, right? So it just it just happened like that. So you're you know so having uh, no middle name and the name you know and the name Marjo makes a little more sense as the youngest because I I feel like like my my parents had my our baby sister seven she's eight years younger than me so she was okay i call i called her a secret baby because my mom <laughs> wanted to have a baby but my dad did, my dad did not know it yeah um, so, sneak attack, huh? yeah yeah but i feel like it, you get uh parents get more relaxed uh, the more babies you have they get relaxed with them so maybe that was uh the issue yeah. too like uh ah, we don't i mean what do you really need a middle name nah we're good like like <laughs> yeah, just less strict right less strict even even when you're first born there's just no middle name right. we're good yeah, I think about that stuff kind of now. Uh, like, you know, I'm sure you, you leave your kids alone sometimes and things mm-hmm. like that. But man, yeah. we just we were just on our own a lot. You know, so yeah, we were the low yeah. blue power family. You just working your way through stuff, and we just got left alone a lot. You just figured things out. And now I, I think yeah. sometimes we get like, oh my god, we got to protect everybody. We got to go there. We got to do this, this, and this. And we figured it out. You know, yeah. you, you just. You kind of do that stuff, but I, I'm a, I I'm about ten years younger than you, and even me, I was like, a, you know, I remember my sister, the baby sister. She, we like, we'd be home in the summer. There was a whole summer we didn't know that she would go. Like, we knew she was going to like a friends, but she was right. like, she was like eight, and and um, we didn't know that she was going over to her friend's house and she was swimming. And the way we found out, because uh, we didn't have a pool, the way we found out that she knew how to swim. My dad coached my baseball team. We had a baseball party with a pool and my little sister jumps in and my parents start freaking out and she just pops up and starts swimming around. And no one, like no one knew she was swimming all summer that she taught herself or her friend or her mom or whoever taught herself how to swim crazy. for a whole summer. Yes. And then that's so crazy. Like yeah. and then, well, it happens like nature takes over, right? Yeah. Like they figure yeah. out where to, get the, where to get toast and where the peanut butter is and things like that. So, yeah, I, I was just talking, we just celebrated uh, my 20th reunion uh this past this past saturday and um we we're ta- I was talking about kids and stuff and we had kids pretty early so a lot of my classmates some of them had them about when we did too but some of them have younger kids now and they're like ah we better get home where our kids are gonna wake us up early i said man my kids are at the point now where they make their own breakfast we i could sleep in yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're good they're good oh. yeah wait wait till you have somebody driving man it's it's oh like my gosh <laughs> it's liberating it's, I, it's so liberating, but it's, it's I, I would imagine, yeah I yes, I was just say I would imagine it's liberating, and you're you're. It's a whole new fear. Uh, as they get older, fears drop off, and more fears pick right yeah. back up where those dropped off at. And uh, it, it's so funny you said that because I I was out with uh with my classmates after our reunion, we went to Bar Louie, and yeah. um, remember Jack Bohr? Oh yeah, yeah. Graduate. So we saw his parents out. They were at a wedding. Uh, Andrew Volshaw's sister got married, so they were at a wedding, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, we were. <laughs> we called Jack to come pick us up." Uh, but he's done in BG with his buddies and I was texting with our receivers coach and told him that whole story. He goes, man, can you yeah, imagine yeah. like when your kids get old enough to pick you up from a bar? <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, remember me? Do you remember me? They come on back. So and that's, I'm sure that's just what they want to do. Yeah. yeah. You know, they have their parents get in the back seat and just like driving, you know what I mean? In your, in your 2013 Honda Civic. And then <laughs> just like, Hey, come get me. Come get me. Going back to that a little bit, like it's, yeah. it's, it's so, it's so much different and Caden, you know, uh, it's a different kind of fear, right? Like it's a different kind of like thing you worry about um, because everybody thinks they're, you know, these kids think they're, they're invincible. Right. So yeah. the worst thing about it is um, so she goes to get, she's going to be 16. This is probably back in like February. So I call the insurance company, dude. I call the insurance company. And we've been with the insurance company for, my wife and I have been together. Oh, no. We're pushing 12 years, right? So call the insurance company. The guy, the guy's name is Neil. Great dude. And that's neither here nor there. And I'm like, hey, uh, Caden's getting ready to be 
on our insurance. And he, he gives me one of these. He goes, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What does that mean? You know, whenever. And he's like, the best thing you can do as a father and as parents is not let her get her license. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, your insurance is going to go like skyrocket. I'm like, what about all this like good grades things? And Caden does unbelievably well at school and things like that. He said, Coop, that's going to save you $7. $7. I said, wait a minute. So we start talking about it. And Bree and I have had, like I said, the same insurance company for whatever, long time. Yeah. We had paid $100 a month for, for both of us in, a, in, in like to drive, right? As car insurance, mm-hmm. $100 total between two of us, which is great. Mm-hmm. So he tells me the second she goes on, like the second we put her car, which is a 2013 Honda Civic, on the insurance policy, it goes up $100. Not not like for her to drive it, yeah, just, yeah, just the, car. the car insurance. And then so he says, well, once she gets on the insurance, it's going to go up another 278 bucks. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. Where's the Marjo discount? Like, what are you, you know, I mean, get like a unique name discount or whatever. So whatever. Thought, yeah, that's another seven dollars. Yeah, 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 seven dollars. So now you're down to whatever. So, <laughs> but but the convenience is almost worth it, you know, because she drives to school now. She's in all her sports and things like that. But dude, that's something you can't even you can't even prepare for. You're like, oh, this isn't going to be too bad. You're like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. So, and then she's like, Dad, can I? Uh, you got you got twenty bucks. We're gonna go. <laughs> it's like well whatever so you just deal with it man you just you just deal with it and go so yeah well i mean my i mean uh, the other thing too like uh my dad would always use me like hey go get your sister at practice oh where you're out can you stop at the store and get we need bread oh uh tomorrow i need you to pick your sister up again and then take your other sister to girls like all this stuff i'm like come on (laughs) i'd be at my girlfriend's house and i'd get a phone call hey you need to go get your sister (laughs) like so (laughs) And yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. What am I gonna do? He he bought my car, and I, what am I? Yeah, gonna you say? can't say no. No, I What's can't. You can say no. That's the last time for you driving, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. He immediately, immediately take my keys and say, "All right, well then, you you don't have to get your sister, but you got to come home." <laughs> yeah, 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 right, right, right. So the the literally uh, 96 hours after she's driving, she's got her license, right? Uh, coming back from the store. Get a I get a text from Bree, my wife. Not a call. A text is your daughter's gonna call you. That's that's never a good, never a good thing. Not since 12 years old. <laughs> so she's driving through Levis Commons, and somebody is um and going back to like what we talked about when we were kids, like you just kind of went out and you did things and did whatever. But and for you being 10 years younger than me, that gray in your beard, crazy man. Strong, it's crazy. strong. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Looks good though. I hope I I hope I never right here but uh so she's driving <laughs> through, uh she's driving through levis commons and she said this young man's on his bicycle and she and he's like texting like no handmet or whatever mm-hmm. so she's going and, and this like 360 stuff you you can watch them go to the bathroom you can watch mm-hmm. them go to the library you can see how fast they're walking all that kind of stuff which is crazy right we have that. yeah we uh, have that yeah yeah so she's driving through levis commons this kid's on his bike and so she swerves, hits the curb, and boom, blows the tire. Oh, 96 hours, brother. That's all it took. That's all it took is 96 hours for there to be some, an issue. So Brie texts me, and then she calls, you know, whatever. And I'm like, you know, is this how it's going to be? Mm-hmm. I'm 800 deep on insurance. I mean, I'm a car. I got to buy a new tire. So I made her change it. I yeah, good. I was, was going to ask you about that. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah. I don't think it was her fault, but it's just, it's the avalanche of parenthood is what it is. So, but it just, it's nonstop, nonstop. Man, that's a, uh, first of all, I feel like you'd have to be going pretty fast to pop a tire like that. Bree said it was five miles an hour. I never went back and reviewed the footage, I but I'm, I'm not agreeing with that at all. No, I, th- five, I mean, five, you're barely, <laughs> you're barely crawling. I think, it, I think it's, I think it's impossible to go five yeah. miles an hour. I do too, is especially to pop a tire. Yeah, I've never gone like review, reviewed like the footage. You know, is it like an instant replay kind of go back? It's just it's not worth it. But uh, I don't think I'm getting the full facts. 
That, I, I, and, I and, yeah, you got to pick your battles too. You yeah, really yeah. Win yeah. The, the car, the the tire is still going to be popped, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. But um, five miles an hour. I see. I think you're right, man. Like you know, that's at the speed of smell. You know, smell <laughs> is five miles an hour, right? So, you know what? In fact, so, let let's call her up right now. Let's talk. Let's go. You want to call her up and see what goes on? Yeah. I'll let you handle that conversation. Oh my so. gosh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ninety six hours. That's it. That's all it took. And then it just keeps going. Like I said, how 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 she been since that incident? Uh, knock on wood, man. Really, really good. Not so and good, she, she's good. she's 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 like um, she's so like she's like old, like of her age. You know what I mean? Mm. Like she's she's she she went out and got her own job at fifteen. You know, she's, she's got her, she got her head on straight, you know, but again, she's like, she's 16 years old and it's, and I'm not so much worried about her. It's, it's, I'm worried about more about the, you know, coming down five point road or going yeah. in front of the height, you know, yeah. you got some, you get some weird people out there and, and whatever. So, but she's been fine. At least that's what gets reported to me. Hey, right? I'm just, and I, that's all you gotta be worried about. That's all you gotta be worried yeah. about is what, what is told to you. That's I, I told Andrea, cause sometimes Mateo will just talk to her and I'm like, Hey, you yeah. guys have that thing. If, I know if I need to know something, you'll tell me. And if not, then yeah. that's between you and him. I'm good with it. 100%. But it, it's just, weird when you get left out. You feel like the... Yeah, you, but, you but like also... The on, the, on the recess, like Marjo and recess. You just get I, also, I also, I guess I don't know what I'm missing out on too. I just, I just know that if it's important, she'll tell me. And uh, if it's not, he, at least he's telling somebody, you know? Yeah. So I mean, do you really want to know everything though? Me? No, I don't. I don't know. So. No, and I, I got to get better at listening. I got to I got to get better at that kind of stuff. Just in the fray of life in general, it's it's all over the place. But uh, yeah, I don't. You don't want to know everything. Sometimes you're told everything, but you don't really want to know it. So, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Like there was an incident at school today, and and uh, like he was fine. Like it, he wasn't in trouble, but he was just around it. So he was. They're doing the investigation, and he got brought in. So we talked to him about the stuff or whatever, and. And part of me is like, you know, I'm glad that they told us um, because we needed to talk to him. But uh, um, I think they they called because they they wanted because they just thought that he might say something to us. So they're kind of like, all right, just in case he talks to you, here's what we talked about. And it was fine. It was no big deal for him, you know. Um, Right. But it is one of those things like, all right, well, that one, I'm glad you called. And I'm sure there's plenty of times where they don't call because it's not super important, which is fine. But, you know. Yeah. It's weird putting on the professional kind of that. Like it's uh, yeah, yeah. Like any any anytime I talk, and I've been, which is crazy. I've been a, you know been in education now for twenty five years, but on the dark side, um, no, being a principal for ten. Like any any time, like I talk to a kid, whether it's um, positive, negative, or whatever inside inside of the office area, I, we always call home. Um, just because you know, if my kid's ever in the principal's office, I, I want to know why, right? Whether it's yeah. positive, negative, or or you know what they're trying to figure out too with an investigation. So, mm-hmm. and some parents are like, "Why'd you call me?" Other parents are like, "Oh my god, thanks for calling me." You know what I mean? So you, you got to kind of walk that line a little bit. Um, but I'm glad they called just so you can kind of know. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't think they talk about that stuff. They come home like, "Hey, how was school?" That's fine. No. Did you learn anything today? No. It's one of the best districts in the state. You didn't learn anything? Not nothing. <laughs> no, everything's fine. Everything's cool. That's it. We, we started asking. Um, not how was school, but Andrea, if we're sitting down to dinner, she'll say, all right, tell me three funny things that happened today. Or, yeah. you know, tell me, we'll tell, we'll say, tell me about math class or tell me about this because, because, and, and to their credit, they, they don't like, like if we say how was school, good, they'll answer that question. But if we say, tell me about sure. X, Y, or Z, they will, they'll say something, you know, that right. it might not be two minutes, but they, they, for 30 seconds, they'll talk about something that happened. And then it leads to us to ask other questions and stuff. But we started doing that more as opposed to just blanket, blanket. And yeah. sometimes we still do that. Like if we're, if I, if he gets home and I'm going to football, Hey, how was school? Good. All right. I'll see you later, man. <laughs> you know? yeah. I got to get the practice. Yeah. I just hope he doesn't say dad, he got a second to talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, a, yeah, yeah. You try to say stuff like what was the best part of the day, but mm-hmm. I think I think just the asking those simple questions, man. I think it's I think it's cru- crucial that your kids know that you're like there, right? Like yeah. they know they come to you. Um, I can't remember ever getting asked that question. Like, 
you know, is everything okay or all that kind of stuff, which is weird. My my parents were they they worked hard, you know, whatever, but uh they never we never got involved like that. It was never mm-hmm. it was never a question about that kind of stuff, you know. And you wish that I guess that kind of that um that avenue was there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just we just didn't have those kind of conversations. We were always just on the run and and just disconnected a little bit. I, I feel the same way too. Like they may have, I mean, my dad coached my baseball team for like six years and my mom was the bench coach and kept score. Like they were there. Uh, I don't remember any conversations like that. Uh, my dad knew nothing about baseball and he'll tell you that. Like he, he, <laughs> as he got, as he coached more, he picked stuff up, but he was always asking us about stuff. And he said he couldn't right. have done it without my mom. Cause my mom, my dad could just do baseball and my mom talked to the parents and kept the score sheet and, and was the bench right. coach and made sure the kids were good on the bench and did all that stuff. So my dad could just deal with baseball, you know? Yeah. But he didn't, my dad didn't play sports growing up at all. And, you yeah. know, but he, uh, that's that, but that's what he did. But I, I don't remember having those types of conversations as I got older, we did. Um, sure. And, sure. and now, you once know, that's you free. You're like, once they cut you free, you're like, yeah, go out there and get it. And, Mm-hmm. like you know what i mean so. yeah yeah and, and we can still do that but but when i was growing up my parents party right they, they they still partied and i remember i remember they they would be at our house and you know i was i was a you know nine-year-old bartender handing out beers and you know that's just Wait. what they did and you know my mom drank uh for most of my childhood she she was alcoholic right. and you know and, and she got you know she's been sober for a long time now but at, once right. they once they figured that out once my mom got sober that my parents actually divorced for a little bit and then got then remarried each other about eight years after the divorce um, right. but they had a once they kind of like figured out their roles as they got older and, and didn't didn't have young kids to deal with it it made like their uh, their relationships with me and and i can just i can just say what for me i don't know about my siblings but it was everything was more open i feel like and they were right. because like you can't get much more open than Hey, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. My, my mom, you know, I'm an alcoholic and, you know, I, I got in trouble for stealing credit cards and, you know, my mom went yeah. to prison for a year and like all this stuff. So you can't get more open yeah. than that. And so it kind of, it kind of opens that, that Avenue. It lends, it lends itself to that because she's already all out there and then it makes conversations yeah. a lot easier. Well, and you don't have to hide from it either. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, like, even in like, like I told you, my, my mom and my dad divorced really early. Um, I think it was like three or four, right? Right around like 1980, 81, like I said, five, maybe when we moved to Richland, you know, and my, and my mom and my stepdad have been together for, it's, it's over 40 years. I want to say 41. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, my dad uh, was living in the house with my mom and stepdad. Really? Just, yeah. Just trying to help each other out. And, um, you know, and coming from those blue, blue, deep blue uh, collar roots. And then, Actually, my mom and stepdad introduced my stepmother to my dad. Wow. And this is where Marjo comes from. So, <laughs> so but, that, but, that, but, that, but that was it, man. You just, you just, you know, you don't hide from it. You know, yeah. you, just, you kind of go through that. And, and it's not something to be ashamed of. It's just no, that was, no. that was, that's what you grew up in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what, you, that's what you do. So do you, you and ever... I coached together back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm undefeated against you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember i'd block it out just... yeah i figured you blocked that out yeah so <laughs> do, no, I, I was doing good. Do, do you have you ever or did you ever remember your dad or a stepdad in this case crying in front of you when you're little uh that's a great question because that was uh, that was a thing too i feel like yeah like it, it, it um it's weird right when you see that happen yeah because uh, i know every everyone's always like my dad is like the superhuman and and i think they think yeah. they feel that or think that too like this is what my child thinks of me and and you know even yeah to, even as i'm almost 40 and i remember right. i remember my dad when my brother passed away like he even was still like trying to like hide it i go dad your son just died like it's okay yeah. you can cry like i remember him like he would just go out in the garage i'm like dad it's where this is this is real it's okay but it's even even that like it's I don't know. It, but what it, is that though? You think what is that though? I mean, we I mean you probably do it now. I know I do it. You try yeah. to hide those those yeah. emotions. I don't I don't know what that uh I guess that front we have to put on, you know, yeah. but uh, I, I I think I think the only time I ever saw my real dad cry, uh he's he's 70, he'll be 76 here in a couple months. Um I think the only time I ever saw him cry 
was when my grandfather passed away. I was, I was probably about 11, 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was, I got forced to go to a funeral uh, because my mom and my stepdad wanted to go out. Right. So speaking of party and that kind of thing, they want to go on some march. You're going to, you got to go. Uh, my dad, um, you know, kind of took me there, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I've seen my stepdad cry multiple times, probably because he's married to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I think a lot of it is he's more, he's more, um, you know, sentimental, more, yeah. that kind of, and that kind of stuff too. So I, I don't think anything less of either one of them, but, yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good question because you wonder sometimes like i'm trying to think of the times i've cried in front of my kids mm-hmm. yeah i don't i don't think i've done that yet so outside of when the seahawks lose or something like that. but uh but that's, that's just because <laughs> that that's because you punch the wall and your hand hurts yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and i i'm getting old man I, you're pushing 40 <laughs> pushing 50 but um no that's a, that's a great question but I, I don't know why we're afraid of that you know you shouldn't I, yeah. be afraid yeah yeah I mean, I'm super emotional. Like, I can feel it for sure. Like, when even watching like a video that's sad, like I can feel myself getting welled up. Um, so, I, I mean, I've always been pretty emotional, but but yeah, it's, right. it's the same thing. Like, I, and, uh, and when that starts to happen, I just get up and walk out of the room. <laughs> you know, like I try to hide it. No, you're yeah. exactly yeah, you, yeah. You you watch a, a movie sometimes, and it can't even be like anything sad. You you know, you, and we're big. We try to do we're on the run so much but it's like we try to do movie nights mm. which i think is we put away phones we put away everything yeah uh, and sometimes caleb gets to pick sometimes caden does i try not to let brie pick just because it's it just doesn't go well so usually <laughs> it falls back into like usually it falls back into something like that we all want to watch mm-hmm. you know and as they're getting older it's kind of cool they pick up on stuff and uh the movie you got to see i think if you haven't is like the illusionist Oh, yeah. uh it's important in it and jessica beale which i mean come on you can't yeah, go yeah. in there uh so um we're watching it and it's like oh my god it's, it's like getting you know kind of emotional kind of thing so i just get up i, I act like i gotta go to the bathroom you know whatever trying to get yourself together and, and do whatever so but i don't i don't know what that is what yeah. is that about god like know. what's the big deal like i don't just, know it's just hardwired in i guess now at this point yeah but and, and I guess, and, and for what? Like, what are you going to prove? Mm. You know what I mean? So. I, I think that the few times I, I have cried is when my kids are crying already about something. Yeah. Uh, like, well, we, we when we had to put our dog down, everybody was crying. That sucks. Yeah. Um, but, but it is like seeing them be upset is obviously upsetting to, to the, you know, to us too. Like, yeah. I think, I think that's probably when, when I would do it more. Yeah. We, we've had to put two dogs down um since 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 the kids have been around mm-hmm. i can't like yeah. i can't and we had to put one down during covid which sucked because he was awesome his name was dexter it's a white lad we named him after the uh that show that serial killer yeah, yeah. show it was awesome um but Bree's tougher than i am you know she's just tougher than i am i'm like i i don't think i can physically go in here and do this mm. um it's just like, all right I'll just, I'll just do it i know it's hard for her too but I guess that's that's just me keeping up my uh, man of the year campaign. <laughs> just trying you, to make my wife more stuff. So, you handle this. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I can't, you know I can't do everything. I can't do everything. <laughs> you handle this. I got to get up and walk to the other room. Yeah, 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 yeah. One hundred percent. Like you know, you, you got to tell the kids. You know, um, again, this is I think it's three years ago now. Uh, you know, Caleb's only, you know, eight. You know, Caden's 13. I'm like, look, your dog's not coming home. And that, that was horrible. And I'm sitting there trying to, like, you know, kind of, because they've become part of your family. I'm trying to hold this in. I'm like, what am I, you know, what am I holding in? You know, mm-hmm. I don't have to go to the bathroom that badly. You know, I could probably <laughs> have a moment, you know, so. But it's uh, it's it's just tough, man. It's, it's, I guess it's, it's back to the dad thing. Like, you got to yeah. be the, you got to be a tough guy for whatever reason, so. Mm-hmm. But your daughter was, is going to change your uh, your outlook on that. It'll give you. A, you're going to get. Uh, it's it's just different, man. It's just oh, different. Sure, yeah. it's a whole different world. Yeah, I'm sure. So, yeah, she uh she, she twirls baton and she has to for her competition. She gets like 
uh one of them is modeling so she puts she has to put all this makeup on and then she puts this dress on and she has to model and stuff and i'm like man it's crazy like she's eight and she looks like she's 16 because she's all yeah. like dolled up and everything and that's what she has right. to do when she twirls baton i'm like what is happening here I don't, <laughs> right. I don't does she have to wear the hat does she have to wear like <laughs> you know what i mean so, I, yeah I, th- th- there's been a couple of things where i'm like I'm like, ah, that church probably too small for you. Uh, but yeah. I, I just, I go back to as long as your mom knows you're wearing it, I guess, I guess we're fine. I, I don't know. I'm yeah. Worried. And Kate and Kate's just, she's just great, great man. But I, I got to figure out who her dad is, man. Cause he's a good looking girl. <laughs> I'm like, like, who, you know, and so one of the first times I come down, like, you know, for the high school thing and she's got like one of them belly shirts on, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I think I said, uh, I thought I paid full price for that shirt. Where's the other half of it? Classic dad, Some, classic dad statement. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so again, so so I'm done for the next. I'm done for the week. No communication for the week. So, did she change just, it? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Because no. then Brie will say, "Okay, you know, it's okay, whatever." So I just uh, so I go to the other room and act like I'm not crying. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> it's one of those things. So, um. Are you, are you, I know we talked, we briefly talked about baseball coaching baseball. Are you coaching? Do you coach anything? Any hockey or anything? No, I, I haven't coached since, um, since I got on the, uh, started doing the principal thing. So, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, outside of like youth and stuff back when I was beating you. Uh, <laughs> no, I think, I think I haven't coached. And Caleb doesn't like, he doesn't play baseball anymore. Mm. Uh, he's all hockey. And then, um, you know, Kate and I was coaching a little bit of the softball thing too but then she got she got out of that as well she's just doing cross country and pole vault stuff but mm-hmm. i don't i don't think i miss it man i don't i don't you know when i got you know you, you decide to i guess kind of to make that jump um you know i taught for 15 years and you know i, I didn't i don't think i had like the best principles you know i mean people to like you know that were leaving and that kind of stuff and i was like you know i, I think i can kind of do that um and decided to, to get on like that dark side um and then Bree even said my wife she's like uh you're gonna miss you're gonna miss coaching I just don't think I have I don't well, I miss think, that I, I think for you like though like the stuff that I miss about coaching is is talking to the players but you still talk yeah, to kids yeah, yeah. like you're still doing that stuff every day it's just it's just in your school you know and and you're, you're I think because the the coaching part of it, the actual sport like that doesn't matter to me I've coached all kinds of sports that that the sport doesn't matter uh, it's just uh, connections with with the kids, and no matter if they're five or eighteen, that's the part yeah. that I like. So, so it, it could be any sport, and you still get those. You know, maybe not as much because you're a principal and you're dealing probably dealing with the kids as much as or um, as much as you're dealing with the teachers. You know, having right. oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. You know, but but that that part is still there. And, and I just like for me, I just like connections in general so that's why i'm a supervisor now at the metro parks and i have i run a staff there i have a team there so like it's all to me it's all the same coaching is coaching it's just depending sure. on on what what you know how what level right yeah i think it's all relationships right mm-hmm. uh I, I think that the, to your point the connections you can make with young people um you know i, I taught a lot of sixth seventh and eighth grade uh and then you know as a principal i've been at the, at the middle school and, and then in fremont and then now at, at fort mags uh it, you you can you can direct so much traffic from just building positive relationships with kids i mean you, you know you never know what everybody's coming through and, and fort Meigs is a pretty big school um you know but all these kids you're dealing with 600 kids who have at least you know 99 percent have two parents sometimes three sometimes four so at that point you're dealing with you could deal with between 1800 and 2,400 people a day, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, you, you deal with those and, and those people are just looking for an outlet. They're looking for that connection, which I think is is absolutely crucial. I think the uh, the the bridge between home and school has to connect. And it's our job as professionals to make that connect and, and build those relationships. So I do miss that. Um, you know, and you, you were an athlete too. I, I miss playing a little bit. Mm-hmm. uh even like in college and things like that like a, you just miss those road trips you miss those you know just just sitting around and, and shooting the breeze and, and and making fun of each other and and that kind of stuff um there's so much downtime you know at the game is one thing but you know getting to the, getting to the, the locker room two hours early you know yeah. you're stretching you get, to, you get get those those things i do miss that 
And you're absolutely right on that. Like you just, you miss how you can connect with kids that way, or even with coaches. I mean, you've got great coaches around you too. And not only at the varsity level, but, you know, even down at the youth level. I mean, you've yeah. made a great name for yourself, obviously. And I know that's not what you're looking for, but um, that just building those relationships is, is, is something that I do miss. But at the same time, you're still taking arrows. You know, you're taking arrows over playing time, taking arrows over, you know, whatever. And it's like, man, that just, just kind of wears you down. And I thought that like getting into the principal side of that, um, you could direct the traffic a little more, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I thought we could, that we could do some other things this way um in that leadership capacity so i miss it a little bit but not to the extent of you know getting up and watching film i coach basketball for a long time but watching film all the time and mm-hmm. you know trying to break things down and and know and the teams i i coached were were average at best um you know and then life takes over right it's coming yeah. for you too man all that stuff just kind of takes over and you you change your priorities just a little bit yeah and you know it- you hope and it's working out for me because I have a wonderful wife and my kids enjoy right. doing these other things, but because it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to coach. And then last year I started <laughs> my winters is when I had off. And then I started coaching basketball at the high yeah. school. So that, yeah. that, uh, you know, that, that shut the winters down a little bit more, but even then the kids come along and do that kind of stuff. But, but it's, my wife knows it's important to me. So it's important to her, you know, and, and she, she wants me to keep, keep doing that as long as I do. And, and, you know, as, as my job uh, changes or I get promoted and, you know, some of these coaching things might change too, because it just depends on when I'm able to get off work right now. It's perfect because I go into work at six, six thirty, and I'm off by three and I can still yeah. do everything. But as I get promoted, those hours start to the morning start time comes down and that, and the end time goes down. So like yeah. it, it all, it, it all changes and we'll see where I'm at. I'm trying to hang on to since Mateo's in sixth grade, I'm trying to hang on for when he's in high school uh yeah coaching football but i'll be around that program for for in some capacity regardless if i'm getting paid or not i'll still be there doing stuff well and and again i know it's not what you're looking for man but you've done you've got great reputation you're a great coach i mean my kid gets on friday nights too a little bit and and chuck the ball around and throw water at each other and that kind of thing too uh but no just just even like i know we joke about you know back in youth baseball and things like that i mean it's just but you're awesome at it, man. So, which is, oh, thank you. which is, and you have that support at home. You know, my wife coached a little bit too of volleyball. And this is, this is where I get irritated because my wife uh, played some Juco volleyball and I, I, I played division two baseball. Uh, she, she got into coaching. Um, oh God, it's a long time ago before Caden. And uh, so, you know, 17, 18 years ago and gets a head varsity volleyball job. Right. And I've been coaching for probably seven or eight years mm-hmm. and, and we've done some good things, but nothing, nothing overly great. My wife coached, I think it was for two years. This second year she wins coach of the year. <laughs> so guess what she does? She said, I've had enough. She, she resigned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She actually just away. I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. I've been doing this for this long and all this kind of stuff. And she's like, uh, yeah, I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm done. I think I'm done here. So I've done what I can, and I'm, and I'm kind of out. So that's crazy. <laughs> <But it> was, <laughs> yeah, but again, you can have a lot of those, uh, a lot of those impacts, man. It's, it's all about impacts, right? Mm-hmm. No, no going pro, yeah. probably not around here. You know, ninety nine percent aren't. They're gonna end mm-hmm. up like you and I, sitting on a Zoom, hearing about like, and uh, <laughs> years wondering what happened, right? Yeah. So uh, I do. Before we wrap up here, I do want to thank you. You were. Uh, for a while there, you're trying to you're a big help in trying to get me into Parisburg schools. Uh yes. my, the, my way in was very limited because I wasn't a you know in education or anything. But there were several phone calls and I know other people were behind me too trying to get me into school somewhere. And you know, I, I appreciated yeah. that because it, it was something I wanted to do uh at that time. Um now I I tell the or I told Scott Buecher, I was like, Well, now uh if there is openings, I I I think I outgrew whatever opening uh <laughs> there would be you don't need us anymore you don't yeah. need us anymore yeah <laughs> <laughs> right but, but so. i remember i remember uh mowing when i was at U, utmc i remember mowing and having and uh i had uh having conversations with you uh on the phone about like hey we might have this thing and, you know what, what kind of you're asking me like where you know, the degrees or what possibilities i had or you i think at some point you're like well you know, maybe we can look into these other things that can help you further you know to help you in the in perrysburg but yeah. uh, 
that ship has sailed once you know i i, I was number two in the uh director what was it um I guess it was director of operations. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah. Like 70 right. some people applied. I was the second, second pick. Um, but everyone tells me it was probably a good thing that I didn't get it. Cause I probably wouldn't be able to coach. It's a lot of, a lot of work. I was like, well, yeah. It, well, and, 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 and you, you've got, a, you've got an unbelievable skill set. I mean, even, even this, this podcast and things like that, you got an unbelievable ability to build relationships with kids. I, I don't, Caleb, you know, runs around with you and Mateo, and which is scary because you think fast forward about five years, those two misfits running around together. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of why, so we'll have to we'll have to help with that. But you, you've got an unbelievable skill <laughs> set. I think I think you're you're talented in in whatever you just what you're doing now. I know that for sure. And moving up as a director, so uh, no, I I I had nothing to do with that. That's all you, man. So that's yeah. that's pretty sweet. And well, I appreciate um, that. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I just—it's just—it's—it's uh, it's crazy, man. It's weird, and uh, you know how, how paths cross and stuff. Yeah, you know, even yeah. not, you know, and um, you know, coaching against each other and that kind of stuff. You build those relationships, or we wouldn't be here, right? For sure. So, yeah, yeah. So that I know that those our, our kids hang out together, and we cross paths on Friday nights. And I know you're pretty intense, but I'm, I'm pumped. Things are going well for you, man. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's awesome. So yeah, big one, I big guess- one this Friday. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how you feeling about that? Uh, good. I mean, I think we have a pretty good game plan. Uh, we had a pretty long walkthrough yeah. today, longer than than normal. Um, and uh, I'm excited for it because you know it's, it's it was a it's our first tough game in a while since since week two probably. Um, so our our toughest part of the schedule is coming up, and it, it's exciting because we we are doing so well. So every every win just is like you know especially for the kids for the for the players it's like all right yes we, we belong here we're supposed to be doing this and you know so that's that's what this game means i know for me it's like it's a it's a game that we that we need to win just for for confidence and to let these kids understand sure. i mean they they know like the teams we've played that aren't that good like they know that so uh, yeah. there's no reason to hide that and then so now they know like all right we got whitmer we have finley we got aw at the end you know these are the games that we need to win yeah and, and kids aren't stupid right mm-hmm especially now like they can look they can find any score they can find anything instantaneously i mean back in the day like you had just you relied on coaches to say like yeah oh this team is whatever and you didn't know anything about them outside of a newspaper you know that's yeah. where i don't even know what a newspaper is <laughs> you know uh I, I got a i got a big question for you yeah uh, you can take this back to dirk if you want if you got to get clearance where do you need me like do you need me as a wide receiver? You need me to pass block. I mean, do you want me to throw a dime? I can throw a tic tac through a Fruit Loop. I mean, I, I don't know. I can, I... <laughs> we need I can we need somebody the... to to feed us burgers. Maybe. Hey, I yeah, I, I think I know somebody who could do that. That's what it's fallen to. That's what it's fallen to for me. You know, I mean, as an athlete, that's it. You know, sit back there and you flip burgers and and think about the glory days. I know Mateo, uh, Mateo will always come up to me because, because I won't go like at halftime, I usually run to the side. I go, Hey, can I get a cheeseburger? And, and usually someone sure. there that I know, you know, throw me a cheeseburger. Now Mateo's always like, dad, can you give me a cheeseburger? I said, no, I said, I, I can't do that all the time, man. I just, every once in a while. Right. right. So Caleb will come back too, like, uh, and whatever. And he's usually like just whipped and cause we're just coming off or whatever, but, uh, he'll come back and he, he's got like a specific, a specific order. You know, like like he's the president. Like you have to have this, you have to have this. And in the last couple of weeks, there haven't been like sour skittles. So me like volunteering, and then I'm down twelve bucks just in terms of two <laughs> hot dogs and like sour skittles. And he's just like, oh, can you warm it up? I'm like, what? This isn't like oh, a. You know, so just eat it, man. Just yeah, yeah. eat it. So you got to get back on the field. Let's hurry up. Yeah. So, but it's awesome. But no, he loves he loves doing that, and Good. you know he. He loves football too, but he just he just he just skates, man. So it's weird, and um, the hockey scene's kind of cool. But um, good, yeah. He just, he just wants to do it, which is which is fun. Awesome. Well, Marjo, uh, I appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. This is awesome. Uh, I, I always say, like, my favorite guests are the like I've known you for several years, but but not mm-hmm. just Sorry about one, that. a little a little, bit, <laughs> a little base level. So my favorite episodes are the ones where I, I this person I've known for a while. Uh, but I can learn all these new things about them. So, so thanks for coming on the podcast. You got it, man. Thanks for having me and uh, keep up the good fight. I, uh, uh, I'll spread the word on the nerd ball and I think I'm looking forward to it, man. I appreciate you having me on. Keep doing the good work. Lawrence, you're doing great stuff, man. And thank you. Thank you. you. Good schools. But if you're, uh, you're too good for us now, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think I might have passed you guys up. I, uh, they put me, they moved me to the to the most most popular. Our park is the most popular, the one that I run now. So yeah, it's most visited. So I'm 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 where I've always wanted to be in the spotlight. I went. I like people. Like I, I like the importance of where I'm at. I've been at parks where no one knows they exist, and this park, everyone right. knows it, it, it's there. So that's really cool, man. I'm glad things are going really well for you. And you said pass, passed up. I've seen you run. You ain't passing anybody up, so <laughs> we can leave You're it at that. Very true. All right, thanks, Marjo. You got it, man. We'll take care. Have yeah. a good one. Thanks again to my guest, Marjo Cooper, no middle name, for coming on the podcast today. It was a, a great episode. Um, I loved, I loved uh, talking about uh, his daughter popping a tire, going five miles an hour. Uh, we had to check. I, I feel like that's a MythBusters we should do. Like, can a tire tire be popped going five miles an hour? I don't even know if you can drive five miles an hour. So, but that, that was a funny story. Uh, it was cool that he, he also uh, made her change the tire because I think that's what probably should have happened. So that was good. Um, again, you know, having him on, uh, I said at the end, just like knowing someone at such base level uh, and then learning all these cool things about him. Uh, it was a, it was a great episode for me and hopefully you all enjoyed it too. Continue to like, share, subscribe to the podcast. Check out uh, the other podcast on the Nerdball Network, Three Different Dads. Uh, Tyler, Jim, and myself recapped our 20th high school reunion. Uh, So check that out wherever you get podcasts. And uh, keep on looking out for new episodes. Again, if you want to reach me uh, at the podcast, it's thenerdballpodcast at gmail.com. We're on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, search the Nerdball Podcast. Twitter or X is the Nerdball Pod. Uh, I don't know how long we'll be on there if they're going to start charging for that because... I don't make any money for this podcast and actually it costs us money. So if I have to trim the budget somewhere uh, to make uh, the budget sheets less negative, it might be that. So I don't use it that much anyway. So maybe I should. I don't know. That's the hardest part about the social media uh, is the social media part of this podcast is trying to grow it through that. It's like a limited time to be able to do things. And social media is just on the bottom, even though that's probably the one that would give me the most listeners. But it's just, I don't know, I just, it's just some, I, I do like the bare minimum, sharing episodes and putting it out there, tagging people, and that's about it. Um, it's just difficult. Um, I was making TikTok videos, which were going really well, uh, but I just, I don't have capacity for that right now. So if someone wants to do that stuff for me for free, uh, that would be much appreciated. Uh, I don't know what I could pay you is zero, uh, but you can come on the podcast. Uh, every once in a while and if you have a little business you can shout that out or if you just want to come on and you're just a, someone who does social media for funsies or wants to do this uh, feel free uh, again I'm not trying to I'm not saying you're going to get paid in exposure because that's lame uh, but I don't care either way so if it's something you're interested in cool hit me up the nerdball podcast at gmail.com all right this ending is taking forever and I have to go eat dinner so as always, thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cuttlefish Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab, and Big Daddy Graphics for always helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.